What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I checked. I'm Sam Canning. I don't have a nickname. I didn't think about it. I'm Jordan Canning. We didn't really watch an episode, so we don't need any nicknames. That's true. Um, this is our very, very special. Uh, we don't want to watch the show this week. Uh, remember this when is our... intermission. Yeah, this is our, our sort of our retrospective since we've hit, we've passed the halfway point. It's like a clip show this. without the clips. Yeah. It'll be great. Um, it will, it, hopefully. Yeah, so <laughs> I think uh, I think the way that we're going to do this is we'll probably just, because I don't know about you, I have mm-hmm. a top ten. Okay, um, I also have a top ten. And they just get longer and longer and longer each one. <laughs> I, I tried to keep mine concise so we can open it up to further discussion, but obviously we'll kind of try to breeze through because we also have honorable mentions. Basically the way this is going to work is we're just picking remember whens throughout seasons one through three, probably mo- mostly season one and two because it's still very fresh season three. And we're just going to reminisce about the dumb things this show has done over yeah. the past few seasons. That's it. So I think for these, uh, here's, here's how we'll start this. We'll do these, these honorable mentions, and I think we won't discuss them at much length. Yeah. Unless, we'll, 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 unless we'll one of things. us happens to have it in their actual top ten. Yes. Okay. Who, do you, so who wants to start? Let's just, let's just alternate. I'll start, because I know you have fewer than I do. Um, uh, so, hey. Yeah. God, rem- <laughs> fuck me. Remember when Anne tells Amy that Mimsy's not doing great, and she says they have an overnight nurse staying with her for a reason. She's beginning to forget who she is, Amy, and Amy, who is <laughs> oh, no. just so loving her life in Palm Springs, away from all the drama, goes, I remember well, I'm beginning to forget who I am. God, Amy! <laughs> I completely forgot about that, but when you said I, she's starting to forget who she is, God! Alright, I got two words for you, ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I put this on my list partially because it tickled me so much. And it's also one of the last times the show had, like, a big set piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really, really exuded effort in one of the dumbest ways possible. Ashley's dress did not... It looked like a... It looked like a carpet. It looked yeah, like... it looked, it looked, it looked like, like something you'd buy at Goodwill, and she had, like, red lipstick on, and that was it. And there was, like, fog machines going off. But... I th- but, but... As but, she strutted but. down the hallway. Yeah. More beautiful. More beautiful. Oh, yeah. And how, how the bell rings, and then everyone just goes back to class. Classic. Secret life. Classic. Classic. Uh, more my beautiful. my next one is remember when Mimsy married some guy but his name was Eugene Levy. His name was Eugene Levy. No one thought about it, or maybe <laughs> it they did. Just Eugene Levy. Which is worse, the idea that someone didn't think to not because his name was pronounced Levy. But do you think that they did that on purpose, uh, or do you think they didn't? Um, I think that they didn't. Also, I don't remember his name being pronounced Levy, and I don't want to believe that. It was it was Levy, unfortunately. <laughs> Fuck. That oh, okay. was that was them mispronouncing it actually. True. Uh, hey, do you remember the time Amy worked at Hot Dog Hut for a day as a translator? She did work Hot Dog Hut as the translator. Fuck. And then just Jesus. sort of there's actually them. a lot to unpack with that one because it also yeah. had the the creepy interviewer. 
Oh yeah, the the weird. Oh yeah, the Drake Bell guy or whatever. Who was yeah. like, I like, like the Molder. Yeah. Oh, and I think God. there was. I think Fernando was the name of the nice, the nice I man. That's right. Who just was. And there then to Fernando turned out to speak English. To speak fluently. English, so Amy's job was literally not needed, even though they hired her for it. And then she just disappeared one day forever. Well, it was never needed in the first place because the fucking hot dog place right. was working just fine without her. Oh, do you remember what Amy's actual job was? Was and when he's like, "I want to hire you, Anne, hot woman." She's like, "I will only work for you if you let me have an assistant." Oh, that's right. She was Anne's assistant. All right, moving Jesus on. Christ. Uh, so, hey, do you remember when Ashley was goth in the pilot episode, and then she found out that Amy was pregnant, and she tried to distract their parents by wearing a fucking Nancy Reagan costume, and her she parents immediately took the bait and started demanding to know if she was having sex? She was only goth. You get one goth Ashley, and then you get a bunch of, like, weird first lady cosplays are you having history. sex which was your favorite ashley first lady cosplay i really enjoyed her uh her mary lincoln i don't know man you never forget your first that 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 first one is just just an her, all-time her, uh, oh when she when she cosplayed hillary clinton in the first episode with her like <sighs> plaid skirt and her belly button showing hey remember moria mancini I do. I remember do how she was in Yamantini. like two episodes. She said that her 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 dad was getting along very well with Leo. Our fathers then, are getting along very well. And then she is never mentioned again ever. I, I mean, did, why would she uh, be? I did. Um, I rewatched a little bit of one of the episodes that she's in. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, I forgot about Benito. You Benito! found me. You found me. But do you remember how she first appears? She just like attacks Ben on a beach. Right. They just the they all episode. skipped school. That was the episode absent. She was just they, on the beach that Ben happened to be They all school and they just went to some beach, just one of California's many beaches. One of their famous beaches. And, and she, she was just there by she chance. Was like, yeah, this seems likely. It's like, which is worse, that or Jimmy just showing up at Amy's school? Because I can't, like, that. she came all the way from Italy. Right. And just that, happened fucking to remember, run. this wasn't one of mine, but hey, remember when Ben flies back from Italy and he gets home the night before the first day of the school Hell year? yeah. Bold God. move. Okay. All right. Um, what's next? Here's, here's mine. Uh, remember when Ben called Alice on the phone and we were treated to a scene of Alice from the shoulders up in bed smiling <laughs> vacantly while her boyfriend ate her out? And then she texts him, oh, yes, right there. And then the phone buzzes to te- let you know that that's where Henry God, is. I always forget that she texted Jesus him while Christ. he was doing that. That is so uh, weird. I mean, here's the preamble to that scene. It's like, all right, Alice, I'm going to I'm gonna eat you out, but text me how I'm doing, okay? Can you imagine, like, we're already getting blue, so whatever. Can you just imagine you're, like, performing oral sex on your partner and you look up and they're texting? They're texting, but they're texting you, so you should feel... <laughs> okay yeah. are you texting they're like i'm texting you and you go oh that's so sweet hey sam do uh-huh. you remember when ashley enlisted reverend stone to help keep her parents oh together God. by providing them shitty adoptive parents so that amy would have to keep john this one's a professional wrestler who plays one, didgeridoo he owns a didgeridoo God. and <laughs> what shitty people they don't deserve your baby he owns a didgeridoo Oh my god, I forgot about that shit. She seriously went to Reverend Stone. Oh my god. That was like the first time Reverend Stone ever appeared, was Ashley doing that. Um, Except for in the scene where he's like on the news. 
I I have uh I'm actually gonna cut one of mine out because it it's uh it's too relevant because we just watched the Just Say Me episode. All right. So I'm gonna replace it with. Remember when Anne reached into her purse and pulled out a small piece of paper, and we just got a shot of <laughs> of her face looking at it, and then she put it back in her purse, and never then it explained. never came up again. Never, never explained. Unacceptable. Here's one that I I this should be like a number one. But it's so recent and so relevant that I just don't feel like elaborating on it because we all know it. And that's, remember when Adrian just changed her mind for no reason, no explanation. Yeah. It should, this one should be like number one, but it was just like, yeah, we've been spending an entire season talking about that one. <laughs> yeah. So I don't feel comfortable being like, let's reminisce no, on we this. Don't, we don't got to get into yeah. that. Um, remember Heather? fucking heather was there to show the dark side of getting pregnant and having a kid when you're look look teen, not just that but not remember how she games. entered the sh- remember how she entered the show wasn't she trying to fuck ben because she's like i know you like pregnant girls yeah, she ben. goes up to ben and she's like hey ben i hear you like pregnant girls that's the funny thing about heather was that like th- they were because because amy and ben were still dating right when heather yeah. showed up so she was like we need to tempt ben what can we tempt ben with a beautiful Let's human throw a submarine. hot pregnant lady at him. Yep. Like our our joke headcanon is true for Ben for real. Like in the this, show. This is amazing, by the way, that we still haven't had any overlap. Yeah, there's just too many. What's yours? Okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, that's fine. Hey, remember when George Jurgens made a deal with his mistress's daughter to let him use their condo for the night just to. Just to pretend to his daughters that he has a place to live. This we now that I jinxed it because this is my number eight. That's your number. It, it, the extremely sustainable plan. If they ever want to come over again, his and mistress's condo. Nice he invited his kids over to while he was separated from his wife, and he thought it was a really good idea for to to sort of mend his relationship with his family. If the place he chose also was the place where he had sex with another woman who wasn't his wife, which which is why his marriage was falling. Which apart is why his marriage. Is, George, then, where did you take the kids? Oh, you know, just my mistress's place. <laughs> You know that lady that I've been cheating on you with? I, t- I took our kids more to, to her house. That. There's more to this remember when for me. Mm-hmm. Because Was it how we put may- pictures well, up? Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll actually hold that. I'll hold on to that until we yeah, get we'll to Yeah, we'll wait till we get there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting okay. that that's your number eight. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um. I mean, you say that, but it's an honorable mention for you. Well, yeah, because I have other things I think are more interesting. Yeah, so do I. Remember when Ricky made out with Amy's friend Lauren? No, I forgot about that. And then his therapist is like, I'm going to kick your ass. Yep. <laughs> what was even the context for Ricky and Lauren making out? I don't even remember why they did it. I don't think there really was, was there? One. Was it just because they had a competition, her and Madison, to see who could like make out with Ricky? Because that's oh, what maybe, I feel like it was. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. I think the show was still figuring things out. Hey, remember when Amy... So Amy was pregnant, right? And she told her mom, right? Uh-huh. This one takes a little bit of getting uh, used to getting to. And then her mom said, oh, we got to get you to Mimsy's while you have your baby. And mm-hmm. Ben, who had been dating Amy for like maybe a month at most, when she's gone for a single day, he just starts hallucinating her Fuck. around every corner. And then at the end of the episode, they do this sweet scene where Amy tells Ben that she's not leaving to go to Mimsy's. And he sees his tulpa talking through the phone as Amy speaks to him. And it's the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Also, she was wearing an outfit that we've never seen her in before, the tulpa. So Gotta like say. Ben imagined an Amy outfit for her. For all the times that we reference the Amy Tulpa... We never explained what a Tulpa is. 
Do people know? Oh, I was just going to say, I I always fucking forget about it. Yeah. But, yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't know what a tulpa is, it's an idea that I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, comes from, uh, from Buddhism. From Buddhism, I think. The idea that, like, the most uh, incredibly, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the word you would say, skilled monks can uh, meditate to such a degree that they can focus their their minds into actually creating things like constructs out of just pure thought but the main the main usage of it nowadays is for people to create their own my little pony friends yeah. that hang out with them it, that's it, what it's in, used for in 20 in the 20, west it's mostly yeah. known for people who think they can summon ponies ponies exactly anyway and that's what ben remember can do with when tom hired a funny sex worker that is my number 10 that was i put betty's introduction to the series all right my well, we'll, we'll come back to that when we yep. get to the top 10s hey remember when ricky and adrian made a commitment I remember, I remember when they made a commitment, and I remember when they unmade the commitment, and then I remember when they made the commitment again, and then I remember when they unmade the commitment again, and then I remember and when one of them got mad, mad at, at the other one for the commitment that they that themselves they had made, actually. Yeah, <laughs> no one could agree, and they were both cheating on each other, and then being very mad that they were cheating on each other, yeah. while cheating on each other. Yeah, I didn't like that one. That was a bad one, folks. I, I I remember screaming very loudly in that episode when we were talking about it. Yep, that was also the time where we get the whoa, 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 my stepbrother. That was where that comes from. It's from that scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, remember when Ben got fired from his butcher shop job for being a piece of shit? And then he apologized <laughs> to his dad and got his job back. And then a Which while time? later... He did it twice. Well, that's the thing, is that a while oh. later he got fired from his job for being a piece of shit, and then he apologized to his dad and got his job back. Now, the first time he got fired from his job, I think, was for, like, being a whiny piece of shit, and the second time was for attacking another employee. Yeah. And, and I feel like- both times he apologized he got his, to his dad and got his, his job back, and now Betty is- or Bunny- fuck. Now Bunny is telling him how proud she is of him. Jesus Christ, Ben. I hate you so much. Hey, remember the time when Dr. Bink- Made a mother daughter dance and that then they all is danced my number the seven. Hell yeah! <laughs> Can't wait to get to that one. Uh, was that your last honorable mention? I got one more. Okay. Hey, remember? Hey, remember when Leo told Ben, "You know, son, if you love someone, that means you'll be together forever." I forgot about that. And he said this while he was standing on his wife's grave. <laughs> he said, and he also was like. You know, Ben, that's not your mother. That's the vessel that used to contain your mother. She means nothing to you anymore. But not in all high school. You and Ben, you and Amy will be together forever. Holy <laughs> shit, Leo. That was the, I think that was for a long time, the, the maddest the that maddest. I got on you the podcast. You were screaming when you were talking about how he said that while standing on Ben's mom's grave. Holy shit, I forgot about that. All right, here's my last honorable mention. This is another one that's just we too are, recent. We are both incapable of saying the word honorable. What did I say? We, we've we both been saying, like, honorable. Yeah, honorable. My honorable hey, mention. I gotta go to the Ben Room. That's from the Jesse and me, or from the... <laughs> yeah, the Ben Room. Very sorry. The Ben Room. Uh, hey, remember... This is another one that's too recent for me to put higher up. Remember when Anne and George were very happily married? And, like, well, they weren't married, but they were going to get remarried, and they were very happy, and, like, George was doing all the housework, and Anne was working at the furniture store, and they were so happy. And then all of a sudden, hey, George, I found some receipts in the book. I did find those receipts. I don't want to get married to you anymore. Goodbye, George. She did that find sure the receipts. That sure was a thing. She found the receipts. 
All right, Wonderful. so are we now on the top tens? We are now on number. Uh, we are now on the top ten. Remember whens? I'm I'm so nervous, by the way, that there's going to be a lot of overlap here, but we'll see how this goes. There's so many moments. I don't know. Let's see. So my number ten. Remember uh-huh. when Adrian got Ruben to talk to Cindy again for the first time since she was born, and then immediately started dating his stepson and insisted on calling him her brother, even though he completely <laughs> wasn't. Now. I remember I remember a lot of things about her relationship with Max. Um I remember that he was the first person to tell her what romance was. Yes, but he not was, the last. And he also definitely Oh no, sorry, was like, I'm mixing it's it's this was not the last time we had that character arc on the show. Yes, for Adrian. I remember Cuz Ricky had it with Amy. That was when Adrian said like dates are what people do when they're not having sex. Pretty that sure Ricky also, said the exact same thing to Amy. <laughs> They made out in bed, and Max fell asleep with his shirt off, and then Ruben walked in on them. Remember that? And I think, as far as I can tell, Max is now in military school. I don't think the military school thing happened. That didn't happen? I feel like Ruben threatened it, and then they later revealed that that was an empty threat, and now he's just gone. It's just so weird that Brenda has such a fascination with incest. It gets thrown around fairly often. It really does. It's suspicious. Like, like between the brother thing, Adrian being like, I don't care if he's my brother. He's so cute. Amy, Amy made Amy that looks- comment about, they're like, you're, you're, you're dating your mom's boyfriend's, boyfriend's son. Isn't that incest? And, and then there's the thing yet. with... Hey, Amy, it's me, Nora. You look just like me. God. What is up with that? It's so weird. Really bad. Incest is not a normal... Th- uh, it's very normal if you're, you know, if you like if you like Game of Thrones. If yeah! Got him! What's your number 10? My number 10 is Betty's introduction to the series. And here's why. So, out of nowhere, there's just this completely nothing scene. I think it was in the pizza episode. I think it was in Slice of Life. Where... <sighs> For no reason, Tom hires a prostitute to come over. They eat pizza. She doesn't really do anything for him. Like, she she just talks about how bad her life is, right? Mm -hmm. She's just like, don't be a prostitute. All the girls I work with are into drugs, right? And then, and there's a mean man who will beat you with a bag of oranges. Remember that? Like, that was her pimp that she never mentions again? Yeah, she did say that, huh? She says, if you don't pay up, this man, man will come and beat you with a bag of oranges he keeps in his trunk. God, um, I forgot about that one. She takes his money, she takes his pizza, and then the next time we see her is an entire season later and she's dating Leo. Like, they brought her back, and I don't know why. Because was Jennifer that... Coolidge is a very talented, did popular they, actress. Did they intend for her to come back as Leo's girlfriend? <sighs> I that's Was a this good a question. long con, or was this just like, well, let's bring Jennifer Coolidge back? I, I honestly think that they... In, in all seriousness, I think probably what happened was they were like, man, I think we kind of wasted Jennifer Coolidge on that one-off. On that one scene. Funny sex worker role. It was, it was weird. It was so weird. And then, like, didn't Grace come home and see Betty? And they, like, they teased Betty Grace for a long time. I don't think time. Grace saw Betty. I think, oh, wait, was no, Kath- I think you're no, right, Grace actually. Grace came home, right? And then Betty was there. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a weird, and that was when Betty goes, I love sausage on my pizza. I get it. Do you get it? No, that was, that was what I want to talk about. Now she's Ben's mom. She is Ben's stepmom. Uh, this isn't one of my remember ones, but remember when she was having a yard sale and she sold a funny pogo stick for sex and a funny dentist chair for and sex. And roller skates and roller, roller skates. skates for sex and a funny and a ukulele. sex ukulele. Sort of a funny sex ukulele. Very funny. Uh, anything else that you want to say about Betty? Uh, she says Kowinky Dink, and I really hate that. She does that say Kowinky Dink. Number nine. 
Number nine. Remember when Grace masturbated for the first time while listening to Shebop, and then the next time she masturbated, she listened to Shebop again, and when she pressed play on her iPod, it started the song at the exact same point as the first time <laughs> of playing that she has some sort of masturbation hit clips? She does have masturbation hit... It's actually a hit clits, is, is the sort of nice. the act and the name. I also remember when, when Jack, like, came in, and she had, like, the candles and the roses, and he's like, you're cheating on me! I don't remember if she if he said with yourself. I just remember he thought she was cheating on him. And I think the the first time, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He he says, "I knew you were cheating on me." Yeah, yeah. I really love the fact he do, that he Grace, doesn't say with yourself. He just Grace and put, and important reminder that they were very much broken up when he said that. That's ooh. they. I really appreciate that Grace is the kind of person that when she when she gets down to business with herself. She really soaks in the ambiance. She wants to make an event out of the whole thing, and I really respect that. Though that does kind of remind me of like the people that we've we've talked about on like extra credited stuff who like mount TVs and create high quality gaming rigs for their for their edgings. Yeah, that's kind of what Grace does, but but like to in a their masturbatoriums, extent. their masturbatoriums and their comfy bowls of ice and stuff. But Grace is not like that because we see when Jack enters her room, she's like just been masturbating and she's sitting there brushing her hair. But her computer is off because she she don't do she that. doesn't need it. She thinks about I don't know what she thinks about. She probably just thinks about just say me. She thinks about herself. <laughs> That's awesome. I love I love that she power power has to Grace high that rules like that. Hell yeah! All right, here's here's my number eight. Ready? Remember, I want to just outline this whole saga because wait, this is amazing. Eight? Remember when Adrian? Wait, wait oh wait, Hold on. what? Are you on your number nine? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Edit that out. Here's one that I just want to talk about. So bad. Number nine. Number nine. Duncan and Shauna. So uh, let's. Duncan and Shauna, I think, is my. Oh, shit. Did I not have Duncan and Shauna? Oh, boy. Oh, no. I'm... Sorry, sorry. Duncan and Shauna is my number six. Hell yeah. Okay, let's talk about Duncan and Shauna. Can I, can I guide us through this one? Yeah, yeah. So, Duncan. So, so if you remember, Jack. Took the fall for the the uh, IDs thing, which I am sure we'll be talking about later. That well, the my my it, number it, six is the fake IDs and the Jack and Duncan. it it yeah okay. So Jack gets busted for the fake IDs, the fake IDs that everybody got for literally no reason. For no reason, we'll talk about that later. And then because oh, is that he got, also, is that on yours? Yeah, because he got arrested, <laughs> they decide that Jack should be mentoring an at risk youth. Which yeah. makes so much sense. He's a, he's yeah. arrested for crime. Youth, an at-risk at youth who is smarter who is not and more risk, responsible Who's a than good him. boy. He's a better influence on Jack than Jack is on him. Whoa, what um, if that's, the, what if that's hmm? the point, man? That's the point. He he goes over to their house. He immediately just shirks his responsibility and starts fucking this boy's sister. Who is right? an adult. Who is an adult, but so is Jack, so that's fine. Um, it's but within the fiction that, of the show, he is not... It's implied that it Duncan is a beats crime. up. Yeah, it's a crime. It's a and she breaks up with him because Duncan says that she's too pretty to be behind bars. God, um, yeah. Ugh. Duncan apparently, according to Shauna, beats the fuck out of all of her exes. And then there was that whole thing with the chocolate bar scam. Yeah. So Duncan tells him that he's <laughs> selling chocolate bars for for charity, whatever charity, five dollars yeah. a bar. So Amy he bought gives, two. He gives the box to Jack. Who starts going around uh, scary, scary minority town? Uh oh! And, and what happens candy to bars. Jack? And then Jack, some guy who we who is... find out is Duncan. It's <laughs> no, just it's Duncan. not. Du it's definitely not Duncan. But it's, it's, it's but not he's Duncan. Credited you can tell Duncan. that it's not Duncan, but we find out that it is Duncan. A very fast extra runs yeah. by. 
just like tackles Jack, or doesn't even tackle him, just like he pushes just him to his, the ground. He pushes him down, he takes the chocolate and he the money. He takes the chocolates, and what does Jack do? Jack throws, if I remember correctly, he throws his phone and keys at, the, at him. No. <laughs> You, that it's not quite that ridiculous unfortunately J- he drops his phone and his keys when he gets tackled to the ground and he just he kind of like looks back at them and is like nah it's fine it's <laughs> fine and then if i remember correctly guy. while he was chasing duncan <laughs> he uh, chases after him and immediately like two guys come two out of very nowhere. friendly african-american people pretend to mug him for laughs yeah they they come out and they're like all right, I'll take his phone and I'll take here. Uh, you take t- his keys and then we'll drive no, off no, in no, his no, car. No, 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 no. Someone else took his car. Remember? Because these guys were just goofing. They're like, "Give me your wallet and your shoes," and then they're like, "We're just messing with you. Don't screw around with Duncan. He's bad oh, news." Oh no, no, no. this then, is these are different events. These are different people Be- because no, no, no. We're thinking of different people oh, entirely. Yeah, and because, then someone because takes someone his truck. does just take his phone and his car. So Jack has been in the inner city for about twenty seconds and he's been mugged three times. Yeah, but Basically. we later find out that that the people who took his phone and his car were also working with Duncan because they and they return them to it. Him. But I do love the the friendly joke pranksters who pretend to mug him and then are just like, "We're goofing." This is what this is what uh, this is what the white <laughs> new shoes goofing s- and the shoes are yours <laughs> and they're your shoes goofing, and this is what the writers think that that uh, inner city like African American people are like. Which is very cool. <laughs> it's pretty. And good. then, if I remember correctly, Duncan and Sha- Duncan, Shauna, and Jack all sort of reconcile, and Jack's like, "I'll be here to mentor you from now on." And then it never gets brought up ever again. Presumably, he's been doing it the whole time. Maybe that's why he didn't move Phoenix. <laughs> that what if that out of be... what if in season three, Jack was just like, "I can't move to Phoenix, Dad. I gotta be here for Duncan just for the I first it, time." I think it'd be way funnier if in season four he's like talking to Madison and he's like. Oh yeah, sorry, I can't tonight. I gotta, I gotta go tutor Duncan. <laughs> and then she breaks up with him, and they never get back together. Please, that'd be good. I'd love uh, that. Back to my number eight, which we had touched on before, is George in Cindy's condo. Fuck but off. the thing that we didn't touch on was the fact that Ben tagged along, and not ben only and did Henry. Ben ta- not only did Ben tag along. On this on this night with, with with Amy and her sister and her dad that was supposed to be just I'll be, a family I'll be thing. there too, Amy. No, Ben, it's I'll just, be there it's too, just... and also my friend Henry will be here. And Henry will stare at Ashley. And Henry tried to have a rebound with Ashley. He sure did. But she was super not interested, so instead she... she just watched him cry into a pizza. Man, I forgot that uh Henry and Ashley had a thing and that they broke yeah, up. Yeah, there for was a, a brief bit. brief hints of Ashley. But was it that didn't just happen. because Henry and Alice hated sex at first? Ah oh, man, that's, I feel I, like that's what happened. They had sex, they, or was that th- like after they broke up? No, I th- I think you're right. I I think that what happened was that Henry and Alice broke up because he wanted to have sex and she didn't. Now I know that this is maybe considered non-canonical, but I or thought wait, that maybe there was I'm some... wrong. Maybe it was he didn't want to have sex. Maybe. You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever got a reason that they broke up. Maybe not. I mean, it's I so long ago just, that I don't know. I think know. that they just didn't give us any reason is why we we're could, so confused. We could be wrong, though. I And I know it's non-canonical and also Patreon content, but the diary elucidated some wonderful details about this whole evening, such as the fact that uh, that Ashley went into Adrian's room and found a big thing of condoms, and she was just like, hmm, why did my dad put a big thing of condoms in my room? Have fun with Henry. <laughs> that was that was the main one. That was also the time where uh, 
where like Ben and and Amy connected for the first time when they talked about Stefan yeah. Grappelli. Grappelli, and that was the and, only and, time uh, they and, uh, ever and Jenga Reinhardt. Jenga Reinhardt, yeah. I was. That I was, was like, the only time uh, they ever 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 uh, had flask. like a moment together, and that yeah. was when George was like, "Oh, again. he played on, yeah, never again." You got anything else to say about? Oh, and then and then didn't Ricky show up? And that was like the big drama. Oh, was it? Yeah, Ricky remember. came over to fuck, and then George was there. <laughs> seductively seductively and he you. said i could shoot you and i could beat you up and no one would care or whatever he said oh you're right god all right do you want to hear my number eight uh nah uh man all right we'll cut it here thanks for listening hey remember the time what's when this what Adrian... hmm? this is what number eight right now number eight. Oh, right we're, we're done okay thanks for listening goodbye can i can i do my number eight now sam Hey, remember when Adrian tried to re- reconnect with her father? Uh-huh. Now, if you'll recall, she first broke into Mark Molina's office. That was the start God, of the saga. God, I forgot about that. She broke into Mark Molina's office and they had to go in through the gym, which was under construction. It was under construction. Um, she also, I think, tried to get Joe to do it for her and kissed him on the forehead. But, but oh, uh, she yeah, breaks, Jesus. She breaks into Mark Molina's office and Mark just shows up and she's just like, can you get me my, can you help me meet my dad? Which he does. Cause, mm-hmm. and then she goes with Grace to stalk him, right? Yeah. She, he comes outside, meets her and says, who are you? And she says, I'm your daughter. And he says, I had an agreement with your mother. I'm not supposed to see you. Go away. I don't want it. I don't want you in my life. Right? Yeah. She's very upset. Yeah. Out of nowhere, for no reason. He's just like, I don't know. I changed my mind. I do want to be in your life. Let me control every aspect of your personality. <laughs> You're a straight A student, not good enough. You need to go to an all girls school because you, need you to have go to sex. Law school and follow in my footsteps. Also, she hi, says nice you to meet could be you. a I'm governor Ruben. or a judge, and she's like, I don't, I want to be. That was ooh, ooh, ooh. That was when Adrian was like, I am independent. I have sex, protected sex with condoms, with and I condoms. like it. That ruled. I loved that monologue. That was so good. When just imagining Francie Risa be like. I make good choices. I have sex and I have my, oh, and she says, I have my period and everything. <laughs> Ooh, it's all coming back. And then, and then, you know, he marries Cindy and, you know, the rest, we, we all know what he does in season three. It's bad. Got anything else to say about that whole situation? Nope. We just finished doing that for a whole season for yep. like five months of our life. Fuck Ruben from the very beginning. Yep. Um... So this is this was you you mentioned this but hey Jordan yeah. yeah do you remember when Dr Bink held a mother daughter dance and she started the night by doing the chicken dance alone while a bored woman sat in the middle of the gym floor next to her at a small table with a boombox even though the gym definitely has speakers and then after literally the entire night of dancing completely alone Dr Bink tells everyone an emotional story about the Holocaust to explain why she wanted to have this dance instead of telling them the story at the beginning of the night so everyone just got to feel guilty for not dancing all night and then they did the horror they did the horror as the thing. Boy, lots to unpack about the mother-daughter dance. I also love the fact that after that situation, Adrian fucked Ben in the Jurgens driveway. In the driveway. Um, what else happened in in that scene? There was a lot that happened in that episode. Uh, Anne I, was Anne told everyone pretended. that she was marrying George, and then and then Ashley overheard and was talking to George, and she's like, "So you're getting married again?" And he goes, "Oh, sweet, I am." <laughs> I feel like there was a part where two of the parents, like, went out into the hallway and were just like, what do I do about my daughter's sexual decisions? Oh, yeah. And, like, I, I think I was, distinctly like, remember not in. writing anything about that scene. I remember there was a sign that said, like, never forget to recycle. That was pretty was funny. Was that in that episode? Man. That was in that episode, yeah. Uh, uh, I just think my favorite thing about the entire the chicken thing. chicken dance. 
It's not my favorite, favorite thing about the entire thing is Dr. Bink getting to the end of the night and then explaining what the goal of the night is. And then everyone's <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, man. Like- Oh, we the, could have had a fun night if you had told us that earlier. Welcome, mothers all. Here's my reasoning. My Aunt Pearl, and I can't remember the other one, they've dreamed of dancing with their mothers in the Holocaust, and that's what kept them going. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, we can all do the chicken dance. <laughs> that was, that ruled. All right, here's, hey, Sam, mm-hmm. do you remember David Johnson? What about him? Now, the first thing was way well, back in season one. Hold on. Now, I think this might be my number two, depending on where you're going with this. All right. I have a lot to say about David Johnson. Just tell so me when I, to cut it off. Which is why it's my number two. Okay. What what specifically about David Johnson do you well, want to you, discuss? You, you do yours and I'll fill in the blanks. Okay. Just like what comes out of David Johnson's day. So the first thing about David Johnson is just like Anne is talking to George about her dreams and aspirations, right? And she's uh-huh. just like, I want to be someone important. I want to be an architect. Yep. And then... She's at a hot dog hut. She's at this, hot dog hut. Just Amy this, is her, this oh, man. The, oh, sorry. This was in my, was that Amy was her Spanish interpreter for the cook who spoke English. This man with, with blueprints walks in and is like, You could tell Hello. he's an architect because he has rolled up papers <laughs> under his arm. Hello, I'm an architect. I'm here for coffee. And Anne says, not in these cups, you're not. These are styrofoam cups. I'll give you the real shit. And then he hires her with no experience because she, like, shows up to the interview looking hot. Yeah, literally. He's, he's like, she's like, I'm not giving you coffee in one of these cups. These cups suck. And he goes, okay, I'll go get my mug from my car. Do you want a job and to be my girlfriend? The, all, all I'll say, because I know you probably have more about David Johnson, is the part where George is like, oh, yeah, Donovan knows him. He's gay and also deaf in one ear. And then yeah, she Gaffio. sees this ice... I gay skates architect, and she's funny, just like, deaf in one ear. Gay architect, funny, deaf name. in one ear. And then she's just like, ooh, I'm sure you're gay, and I have lots of gay friends. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but we will discuss David more at your number two. Well, you got most of it, so I might as well just finish it up right here. All right, this is, yeah. Well, there's so much more to say about David that I'm willing to talk about when we get there. So let's let's just wait till we get there, because okay, I have okay. way more to say about David. Okay. Um, Number seven. Oh, uh, this is actually my number six, and oh. it's the, uh, it's, it's the Duncan shit. So I'm gonna skip ahead to my number five. Sure. Do you remember, there's this girl, Grace. Uh-huh. And she wanted to have sex for the first time. She did want to have sex with her boyfriend, Jack. So she loses her virginity. Uh-huh. And immediately. <laughs> seconds. In seconds. Immediately. Her dad, who maybe like 15 minutes ago took off in a plane, is what already dead. He's immediately. The pilot, her- I guess, the pilot, I guess, like, Jeff Segay's brother and brother gets, Segay. gets maybe like, uh, like, uh, like 5,000 feet into the air. I don't know how fast. And then the God just ascends. said, uh-uh. And then just does an immediate nosedive and kills everybody. God said, uh-uh. You're gonna go down, and then oh, I'm sorry. I guess... Your daughter just had sex. Bzz, you're dead. So do you? So wait, wait, wait. Do you think that Jeff's brother is the reason the plane crashed, or do you think like a, an act of God, an act of Marshall, was what brought that plane down? Uh, yes. So then, because Kathleen... it could have been like Jeff is like or Jeff's brother, brother Segay was like must crash plane. But I like to imagine that Marshall was just like, well, I I feel like my daughter had sex. Time to. Time to make a bolt from the blue, strike this plane down. Goodbye, Time, cool time to kill the pilot and kill time myself. Time to kill all them. these doctors on their way to Africa, the country. Young lady. Young lady, you've just killed many Africans who needed medical attention. <laughs> this is your fault. 
So Kathleen, this is your this is your god speaking. The plane is going down. Nice. So Kathleen, she goes to the morgue <laughs> to identify the body. Oh my god! I forgot about this. And she meets George another guy too. who was no, also no, at the no, 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 no. She was at the insurance office. Oh, you're right. George went with her to ID the body. She is at That's the insurance right. office, and, he, and it's like, hey. Oh, by the way, this is my she number one. She has a one. fucking this, meet cute with this, the brother of the pilot who is also dead. Th- this was number one for me, by the way. <laughs> Grace's dad dying. Grace's dad dying because she had sex. But she's just like, hey, your brother killed my husband, and I'm pretty into that. Oh my god, you have a dead family member? I have a dead family member. <laughs> Guess how we met? Our brother, her, his brother, and my husband died in the same plane crash. How funny is that? So how'd you meet your husband? <laughs> oh my god, it's a, a funny story. Funny well, story. well, 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 soon to be ex-husband, I'm sure, because he's going to leave her for Africa, the country. <laughs> what a he bummer. He loves Africa. He loves it so much. He loves that country. I, and then, of course, of course, I mean, this permanently altered Grace for, like, uh, maybe five episodes. And then oh, yeah, before she was, she was fucked back up for a minute. She was fucked up for a few minutes. I'm sure Adrian will be the same way. And then fucking most amazing funeral of all time. Well, that <laughs> that segues nicely into my number four. It golf carts nicely into your number. No- Hold on. Let, let me. Can I? Can I do mine? Yeah. Okay. Number six. The Jurgens financial situation. Now, and what is that? If you'll recall, I think in episode one, I think, was when Anne was like, George, I'm going over our bill, or our uh, finances, and things don't add up, right? Yep, that was episode one. And then, like, several episodes later, they have this horrifying realization. I think this was after George left the family, if I remember correctly, where Ashley is like, oh my god, we're poor! We're poor! And no, she's horrified by the- Yeah, no! She, horrible She says, like, how can I go to school with people knowing that we're poor, right? Which George, uh, Now, on the other hand, it turns out, and I don't think this ever got explained, is that George has been hiding money from Anne- Never and eventually, and I'll talk about this one later, he you buys a second house. It comes up again, but it never gets explained. Never gets explained. It's referenced a lot. So just one day, oh yeah, and that's when George is like, oh, Amy's gonna have money for the baby, I got money saved away. And it's just never explained. They're just like, well, I guess we're not poor anymore. They're, this We've, uh, we've, we've uh, used up all the narrative uh, usage of this plot, so yep. I guess they have money again. I squeezed Hooray! all the juice out of this one. How can we have a baby there if their family's poor? Poor people can't have babies. All right, what's your uh, what's your number six or five? I can't. I'm on four. Oh shit! What's your number four? Well, do you remember speaking of Marshall? Uh huh. When they they go to the golf course, well, they they're at church. They're at, at church. the funeral service. How do they get to the golf course? Well, they're at the church at the funeral service, and then a conga line of golf carts arrive. Driven by Bunny at the head. Driven by Bunny. In a choir Singing room. When the Saints Go Marching In. They're on loop. On they're singing loop. it on a loop. Because the thing is, they, well, yeah, they, they, they get everyone on the golf carts. Nobody seems to, like, react in any way. Just no, everyone they're is making, so like, passive about it. Like, everyone they're getting is making on a, solemn getting on a face bus. as they board the golf cart train. As if and they're getting takes, on a bus, yeah. It takes them to a golf course where Tom, Grace, and Kathleen scatter his ashes. I wouldn't say they scatter. They just dump. They really dump. They, they really the dump. The thing that kills me, though, is they didn't dump them in the hole. 
<laughs> Sam, I'm sorry. I love the I love your enthusiasm. I love your commitment to the bit. I don't think that the golf course would be super cool with that because I don't think the ashes would scatter. I think that they would stay in the hole and someone would have to scoop him out. Why? I, I, you're right. They should have just kept the ashes in Leave the hole. Leave him. Let him live. Let him live in the, the Let golf him live course. his post-life. <laughs> yeah. He worked so, they, so dumped hard. The, they dumped the ashes on the golf course, and you can tell mm-hmm. that when the Saints go marching in, they were like, ah, shit, it's not long enough. <laughs> it's not long enough they because they, they do their big finish. When the Saints go marching in. Oh, when, when the, the Saints. Saints. <laughs> do you know what else I loved about that scene? Was the part... Where eight aim or where Grace was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't go to the funeral. I, I just, I feel like it's my fault. Remember? And then Ricky sits down in the car and he gives her this like, this like, this like comforting speech. And then he says, "Now get your ass out of the car. I'll force you to get out of the car. Or I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, he he literally says, "You get your ass out of the car. I'll make you." Yep. It's like, dude. <laughs> Chill out. Well, I mean, the reason that he wanted to get her out of the car so badly was because he had a lot of money on that. Oh, right. He made a bet. No, he didn't. Ricky did. It was Joe. Joe Joe made a bet. Joe was running. Also, do you remember? Do you remember how? First of all, yeah, we just to just to really hammer home the fact that Joe was taking bets bets on whether Grace would go to her dad's funeral. Just a very normal thing. There was a whole thing where Amy, like, really, despite not being friends with Grace, was like, I gotta go to the funeral. Everyone's going oh, to the funeral. Oh, right! And she was like, I can't go because I have a son to take care of. And, I, and she made Ashley, she was gonna make Anne and Ashley work for her. So she, she could tried. go to Marshall's funeral. She tried. She tried. And then, but then that was the thing, though, was that throughout the episode, there's all this talk of, like, everyone's gonna be there. All the extras are like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be there for sure. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, and then 20 they get people there, there. And it's all the main cast and, like, two extras who are adults. I remember, I remember that, like, Ben was trying to get off of work to go to Marshall's funeral, and, like, Bunny said, no, I think I need to go to Marshall's funeral. He took care of my kids forever. We've known each other for years. Yeah. But wasn't Ben, Ricky, and, and... And Bunny, they were all there. Maybe I Ben wasn't there. Ben I don't was think the Ben was the only one who wasn't there. I think you're right. I think Ben wasn't there. You're right. Uh, what's your but next Bunny one? was. But Bunny was there because that's where Tom. Oh, when the sub- Saints. That was when. Wait, no, because they had to have been there, right? Because Bunny was there. Are you right? trying to say Betty? What are you doing? No, 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 Betty, Betty. That's right. Betty was there because because that's when Tom sees Betty in the car. Remember? Yeah. And he like winks at her. So Ben had to have been there, right? Oh. So who was running the butcher shop? Nora. What's your next one? Uh, did you say Nora? Yeah. My number five was Ricky's Web of Lies. And there's a specific Man, part Ricky's about it. Ricky's Web of Lies. That's a blast from the this, past. This was, there's a very specific part about this that I really want to talk about. And that is the part where, so, so Grace is not allowed to see Jack for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. Oh, it's because he cheated on her with Adrian. That's right. And so she's wants to go to the carnival with jack and for no reason whatsoever ricky's just like why don't you pretend to go on a date with me it'll be great right that's the thing is that ricky in his web of lies is pretending he's he's wingmanning for jack to try to hook up with grace okay but that's not the part that really kills me yeah yeah. so ricky shows up in his like his teen suit that he owns as one of his many suits one of his many suits he has a lot of suits that he does have a lot of suits he shows up to to the Bowman's house and is like he's like 
I'm gonna, he's like, oh, nice to meet you, uh, Marshall and Tom and all these people. Uh, I'm Ricky. I'm a responsible boy. We're going to go to the carnival and have a great time, right? And then yeah. Marshall says, the carnival's a pretty rough place. I don't know if you should be going there. And then Ricky says, okay, then we'll just stay here for the night. And that's like, that's the point where this really solidifies it. It's just like, what are you doing? Because that was his plan. The whole thing was to try to get to spend time with Grace. I want to spend time with Marshall and Tom and Kathleen. Because the thing is, the yeah. thing is that Ricky, Ricky believed that the best shot that he had at hooking up with someone was the super religious Christian virgin. Here's the thing about it, because because he made a lot of shots at Grace, and he did a lot of this shit. And what's weird is that, like, in my memory, all that Ricky ever seemed to do was, like, hang out with Grace's family. Like, he had that conversation with Tom about how Tom was, a, how, like, a Tom's origin Sometimes story. he sucked on her fingers. Sometimes he sucked... <laughs> what he did. Boy. That one really knocked my socks off. I forgot about his... his Ooh, you got some cookie dough on your arm. Well, hey, Jordan, if it knocked your socks off, off, you should probably go to the sock store. I should probably go to the sock store. And then he's like, ooh, you got some cookie dough on your toe, Grace. Ooh. Oh, I think that was Grant who did that, actually. Um, <laughs> Boy, and then didn't Kathleen walk in on that? And, like, how he was, like, licking her arm. Ooh. I, don't, I don't remember that That part, was also but... the scene that led into, like, Ricky being like, I'm very pro-life for now. Boy, Ricky's low half of lies sure was a thing. We could not tell when Ricky was being sincere for like an entire season because of that. Um, I'm I'm behind. Uh, remember when? So I'm gonna insert one that I that I didn't get to. Absolutely, go for it. Remember when Jack was an alcoholic for precisely one scene? <laughs> he he bought. He had a big brown paper bag filled with a six pack. He sat down on the stairs of his dad's church. That was his drinking place. That's where he chose to drink. Safest, on the steps safest of place to, to avoid getting caught. He, he opens the one beer and begins to cry after a single sip. Right? Ah, my, my girlfriend's dad died. Time to drink precisely one no, it's beer. No, it was because she broke up with him. Oh, you're, he right, killed, you're right, yeah. you're right. Then the next time we see we address it is at Marshall's funeral when George says, you smell like alcohol. You shouldn't drink alone, Jack. Don't drink at all, right? And he said, cool, then, I will never drink again. And then he says, I'll never drink again. And then Grace just totally accepts his alcoholism and, and totally is like, and no more beer, Jack. And he's just like, okay. And it's never brought up again. Nope. That was amazing. That was the most like skirting around an actual teen issue that they've ever done. Yep. I don't think they've ever like been like, eh, real problem. <laughs> Kids drinking. We can't talk about this one. Yeah. Why not? They, they had I mean, several STD I mean, episodes. Don't get me wrong. If they had done like a Jack intervention alcohol substory sub subplot, I mean, it would have sucked. Like, don't get me wrong. But at I least I would have had... liked that because it that would have had like a fucking teen drama. That would be the show being yeah, something. I guess so. Like Jack having Jack showing up to school drunk and Grace is shocked and horrified. And, <laughs> I love. And then I love the idea to... of, of of there being a scene where Jack shows up to school drunk <sighs> because it would have just been to him like. Like smiling, s- laughing, staggering around the yeah. hallway for one minute, and that like when they ate the pot brownies, and he'd be like, "Wow, I think I'm drunk, Tom. <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> I think we're high off these pot brownies." But like, it's just so weird that they they just were like, "No, that would require writing. That would require time that we we could put into like a sub story between George and Anne with their marriage. We could fill the time with that because we know that one better." <laughs> yeah, like. They didn't even try. It was nope, so not weird. At all. Okay. Uh, I th- oh, it's my turn. 
Yeah. This is the saga. Uh, what, what number are you on? I'm on number four. Number four. Okay. This kind of ties into the financials. And that's the tale of two houses. <laughs> so poor family Jurgens, who is very oh, poor. God. George says he has money stored away, correct? And uh-huh. you'd think that that's how he gets the house, right? But no, because he's very excited, because out of nowhere one day, he says, Yes! The loan went through! I can get this house from these two nincompoops who went into foreclosure because they wanted to go to college in their 40s! That was where this started. This They're they're next-door neighbors, actually. Can I quickly interject how funny it was that there was an entire storyline about Adrian's parents being like, Now's the time to buy a house in the midst of the housing crisis. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, I was going to mention that here. So George buys a house which with the money that he says he has, but it was actually a loan. And that's why he was so excited about the loan went through. Um, and he buys this house for super cheap in the in the you know, the worst housing market of in American history, probably. It was up there. And then he owns the house. He owns two homes and he moves in there with Ashley. He lives across they did that funny scene where Ashley's like tearfully says goodbye to Anne, making Anne really sad. Well, and then they did no. the funny Ashley didn't no, sorry. Anne Anne is like tearfully says goodbye to Ashley and then they they funny turn right into the house next door, real funny, sure. right? And then they live in the house for approximately half a season. And then for <laughs> some reason, I don't remember why, but Adrian is just decides that she, oh, she wanted the house to spy on Amy, right? To spy on Amy. And spy the Amy reason that George did it, to, sold yeah. it, was he was like, he was like, come on, Anne, take me back. And she goes, no. And he goes, come on, Anne, take me back. And she goes, no. And he goes, come on, Anne, take me back. I just sold my house, so I have nowhere to go. And she goes, okay. And and Adrian's just like, hey, mom and dad, can we buy this house next to uh next to these people that I want to spy on? And then they agree. And Come even on, up until mom, it's it's the guy that you were having an affair with. Even up until season three, they are still. Don't you want to live next door to the woman? They that are you, still <laughs> spying on each other. Like they are still looking into each other's houses through the window. Like when when uh, when someone, I think it was. Amy or someone sees Camille. Someone saw Camille George at the saw wedding. Camille. George saw Camille. I don't. Know I don't I think you're. Camille. I don't think you're giving enough time to the fact that Cindy moved into the house next, next door to, to the, the guy that she was ha- that was having an affair with her. And all things considered, Anne is pretty cool with this living situation. I mean, she doesn't like it, but I she's think not she like brings up the fact that George had sex with Cindy maybe twice. Like, the fact that she's considering remarrying this guy and he lives next to her mistress, what a forgiving woman. I honestly commend it, kind of, but I also think but maybe you, know you should she be a little forgive? pickier. What she, can't she forgive? Receipts. She can't forgive. She found Ew, he she was his totally... receipts. And also remember that that receipt proved an affair that she had while they were separated. While she was dating another man in Palm Springs and living away from him, George had a brief encounter with another woman, and that was enough to dissolve their very happy relationship that they had we've encountered with another woman that he that was proven by some receipts by some receipts yeah i don't know uh anything else on that one that was that was it saga of the two houses my number three number three (sighs) do you remember jordan Mm -hmm. when dr bink oh boy got amy into a prestigious music (laughs) program in new york and she was so excited. She is just loving life. Oh, she gets my to New York. God. She's been telling everyone, oh my God, this is so amazing. I'm getting into this program. Hell Sorry, yeah, Ashley Amy. says program. Uh, program. And she gets to New York and we get, a, we get a little montage of pictures of Shailene Woodley in New York set to kids by MGMT. God, I forgot about that montage. 
And meanwhile, back at school, everybody's talking about how Amy Amy's fucking pregnant. sucks at music. There's no way that she got in this. And thing. she's pregnant she's again. She's probably pregnant again. And then uh, we we watching the episode, you and I, we were so mad because we were like, why can't they let Amy just why can't have they let this? Amy- like she, she got is, into this amazing music program. Like she this is really exciting, and, and nobody is. Everyone's like, "Oh, she fucking sucks." How did she get into that? Who who gave her that reality check, Sam? Well, I think you'll find that the daughter of Sarah Palin, Bristol Palin, shows up. <laughs> extremely and conservative, says, terribly says, homophobic woman of Bristol Palin says, "Hey, uh, did you think that you were good at music? <laughs> you fucking idiot! God, you suck! You piece of shit!" This was Amy punishment time because Shailene dared to want to be in a movie that won an Oscar. Because what we find out is that canonically, it's a program for teen moms who suck shit at music. Can we? And Amy is bad at music. Can we real quickly talk about some of the other things that happened at the Nabokov School of Music? Because there's a lot of things that happened there, despite the fact that we barely see any of it. We got (laughs) Ricky time travel. That was great. Um, Twenty eight weeks later. That's 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 in my thing here. Okay. So cool. let me let me just finish that real sure. quick. Uh that uh Amy tells Ricky toward the end of her program. She's sorry, halfway through her program, four week program, she's two weeks in. She says, <laughs> At the end of the program in two weeks, the other dads are gonna come and visit the moms. And he says, Great, I'll be there then. And then he goes the next day. <laughs> yeah, there, there he is. For, he's there for a weekend. And then Amy returns home a week later. (laughs) (laughs) It rules, dude. Here's some other things about the Nabokov School of Music that I want to talk about, if you don't mind. Sure. Number number one was, yeah, Ricky time traveling. Number two was the part where Amy says, like, so first, these are all bad musicians, right? They can't play, but they're going to go play at Shakespeare in the Park, which is real cool. Yeah, they're going to go do a bad job at Shakespeare in the Park. (laughs) Um... There was the scene where they go to pajamas, which is they an go to the cool nightclub pajamas, which looks Annex like a Disney Jeff, Channel house. Which yeah, it was the Disney Channel house, part of Jeff's, the only bar and grill that had extended all the way across the country to New York. They borrowed. But I guess we don't really know where Raven. Los Angeles, California, the small town is. Um, True. They there's that part where they like they just they just like these two older women put like a Statue of Liberty hat on Amy and that's why the episode is called Lady Liberty. You say you say older women. I mean the extras were They, they were like the, in their 20s. They were in their 20s. But you, I, when you started that sentence I was like old women. I don't remember this. Pajamas. It's called pajamas. In in fiction the older women were Amy's or age. Amy's age. It's called pajamas. That was called also pajamas. when Anne and George forgot her birthday. And I will give the little bit of credit to this scene. Be- or to this whole plot line because a it led to one of the nicer scenes in the show i feel like the scene with amy and ricky was pretty good mm-hmm. um you know you mean I, the one not... when when he went to visit her and they were bonding yeah they were like bonding yeah. and they talked about like big band or whatever and he talked about yeah, the they... drummers he liked that was good the other thing i i kind of appreciate is that i feel like shailene probably needed a break yeah and i'm very glad that she got it and i think that i think that having shailene be gone for a while and then when she finally comes back i feel like she was just a better character Except then they immediately launched her into that bullshit with Adrian that sucked. I mean, yeah, that's the thing with Amy is that, like like so many characters on the show, sometimes she's better than she is yeah. at other times. But I feel, I, feel like, I feel like the teen mom program really improved her character just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, all right, my turn? Yeah. Number, th- number three. Ashley, her emotional, desperate, desperate monologue to, keep, to get Amy to keep the baby. <laughs> Amy, please. 
I please I don't me, fully remember the content. I honestly probably should have watched the scene again because I feel like this is such a big one. Um, but I do remember she said, it takes a village, you know, we'll all be here to raise your baby. Funny. That never happened. She said, uh, she, <laughs> she says said, that. And then she, when she goes to the baby shower, she's like, I hope this counts as me fulfilling my I fulfilled my, my obligation to the baby for the rest of my life. She said, like, you don't need, you don't need, uh, band. You have the love of music in you. You don't need school. You love learning. Like, she's like, you don't need all these things. And I'll be here to help as your Aunt Ashley. Now, please, let us this keep our parents together. And Amy's just like, okay. <laughs> That, sure. by the way, was the last time that Ashley cared about her parents being together. And the last time she cared about uh, John. In fact, the last time that she didn't want her parents to split up. Remember how Ashley was the one who named John? I kind of forget oh, yeah. about that. She's the reason that that baby has such a terrible name of John Jurgens. Yikes. Though I guess that any any name is pretty bad with, with Jurgens at, at the end of it. True. Or at the beginning of it, like this podcast. Yeah. Anything uh, else on that one? No, I just, I just really, like, everything that comes, if you just watch that scene, everything Ashley ever does in that context just makes her character worse. Like, that, that's one scene. Like, as bad as Ashley is, when you, if you took that scene out and just had Amy decide to keep the baby on her own, at least it would be consistent. In context of everything that comes after it, implies that she's just, like, trolling her sister to keep her baby. It just makes it her such a worse person because she did that monologue. Yeah. All really, right. really no, awful. Number two time. My number two. Well, my number two was was David, but I do have a little bit left that we didn't talk about, which is the fact that Anne gets pregnant in the garage with George. <laughs> the timeline does. Who's been using the calendar method for an entire decade, by the way? George, George, who has been doing one of the most like famously bad methods of birth control for a fucking decade. <laughs> Don't worry, Anne. I pulled out every time. <laughs> Oh my god! I rubbed uh, a frog on my dick. That yeah, works, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I don't have much. I don't have that much left to talk about. So we can we can take a brief detour into that. George pretends to get a vasectomy. <laughs> he did. I forgot and he pretended. About, he lied about it. The thing about lying to your wife about getting a vasectomy is uh-huh. that I don't. That lie is so hard to to keep going. Do you think he like had his? I don't know what a vasectomy is like. Do you think he like bandaged up his dick? for her I think like he probably to... bandaged up his dick but yeah the idea that like he kept that a secret for 10 fucking years anytime Why? she's like let's have sex tonight and he's like oh not tonight you're ovulating and she's like what does that matter and he's like uh, you sh- are you uh, sure you got that vasectomy george yeah definitely but i don't know i'm not feeling it i only it's only when the moon is in certain phases Anne. <laughs> God. Mercury's in retrograde. Uh, hey, since you want to talk about David, can I finish up the things that we had to say about David? Sorry, you cut out what? Oh, okay. since since you wanted to talk, were you going to talk about David? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's let's talk about David. Okay, so the thing is, Anne has sex with George in the garage. Yeah. A while later, a long enough time later that it's impossible that the baby could was be, David's could not be George's. Yes. And gets pregnant. She starts dating her boss. This man, yes. Who she, on her first, sorry, at her job interview, she gives him, she's like, hey, hire me as like a, as like an eco Here's all the work for, that you need for, for me. houses. Here, I've compiled a binder full of all of the work that I would do for you. Yep. Uh, so he, he has sex with her and they're dating and it's bad. And she says, well, what if it's David's? <laughs> now... Other and he thing- says, he interrogates her. He full on is like, 
all right, Anne, cut the shit. Because I know I'm rich. I come from a rich, rich family. Oh, you're talking about David says this. Yes. Yeah. David says this. I'm, I'm rich and infertility runs in my family. <laughs> the, the famous thing that can run in the family of infertility, which makes a I lot mean, of sense. I mean, it can because there have but been would, advancements yeah, in, enough. in that's fertility That's David literally medicine. says to her. That's but David the thing literally is, says, it would be a run medical in the miracle. Family, you have to, it has to go far back enough that that science didn't exist anymore. <laughs> I love when he says, it would be some kind of medical miracle if it was my baby. Other things, David has- Also known as it's impossible. It's impossible. And still, at some point, this is my favorite part about that, is that George is like, I don't know if this baby's really mine out of nowhere, right? They and kept then, the drama going for so long. But they never resolved it. Nope. It was. It is an unresolved issue. I mean, we know the baby's not David's. For all it I know, can't David be could, David's. For all I know, David could come back. But all I like, all they had to do, all they had to do was do a paternity test. It's so easy. They and they didn't have even the have mo- to do that because it couldn't be. It could have been David. Pregnant but they already. Have the money. They have two houses. They have money for a paternity test. If she George was pregnant was really, before she met him. George was like gonna leave Anne because the baby could have been David, the infertile man who she had well, sex with. Well, the baby with. couldn't be David because David is already alive. Also, 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 according to no, Anne. No, 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 also, go, go, go. No, also, go, go, go. David was wearing a condom because she said he's, he's, he bragged about he how good he is. He bragged about how good he is with condoms. You know, I bet that's a lie. He, he like, he like does a horrible job with the condoms, but girls never get pregnant because he's infertile. And he's, like, he's yeah, infertile. Really yeah. Good with condoms. Yeah. That's fair. Um, other things about David that I really quickly want to brief, uh, remember when he just sort of was like, and I have a meeting with an important client that you need to be at. And then she shows up and he like tricked her into meeting his horrible rich parents who were like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah I'm yeah, Curtis because- and I'm Martha and we own 10 yachts and we took them all here. Yeah, I don't the context remember. of all that, or not the context, but what, what was actually, what he was doing. He's like, we have to was- meet an important client. Not, not just the meeting though, because he was like, this client wants in a, a green house. They want it all like. No, uh, that was another, that was another thing. That was another thing. Oh, whatever. That was, but, but that anyway, was, he, that was, he was when, telling her that there was a very important client that they were building this house for, and she designs this whole thing. He's like, he's like working her to the bone. He's like, oh, you gotta come in, you gotta stay late, you gotta come in yeah, on your day off, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're and mixing this like, up, but yes. And then he's like, actually, that's our sex pad. Do you like it? Yeah, that was, that was, that was the other thing I want to talk about is that, that David is like, they are putting in hours after work at his house. They're going on dates. And he's like, he's doing this without paying her to design this super green house. And then he reveals to her that it's his house and that she did all this work no, for him for free. It's, it's their, their house. house. Other One last thing I want to talk about, David, is that in the very, in the twilight moments of their relationship, just before they break up, he, he buys Amy, Amy an SUV. And she says, what is this? Some kind of bribe? And he says, yeah, if that's what you want to think of it as, sure. Yep, that's it. It is a bribe. And do you remember that David is Ben? David is Ben. That's the thing. And he's Jabba the Hutt voice. Also, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we saw Amy's car recently and it was a different car. It was a different car. Yeah. Because we didn't didn't really fully get into what was happening in the interrogation scene, which is that he's accusing her of getting pregnant with George and and lying to him about it being his to try to get him to have to marry her so that she can become she can Detroit become rich one more little thing about that so he 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 you know 
He ties her to a chair. He puts a lamp at her. Good cop, bad cop. You are lying or a lying bitch like all women. You're just after my money. I'm infertile, but it could have been my baby. And then he gets down on one knee. (laughs) Yep, yep. He ends the interrogation scene with a proposal. What a romantic boy. But then, but Anne is making like, oh God Ooh. face. But she then, makes wow face when she sees the But then, ring. yeah, he pulls out that ring and she goes, wow. Whoa. But then she, she says, she turns him down for, for the time being. Instead yeah. of, you know, breaking up with him or calling the police on him or just killing him. <laughs> just killing the man. That would have been fine too. Well, that would, that would completely destabilize the time stream. That's true. I mean, would it, would it? If she had killed know. Ben, it would have destabilized the time stream. I don't know. Any, hey, you know, in this my, day and age, fucking anything will destabilize the time true. stream. Hey, you want to hear my number two? And I have a feeling that this is your number one. But number my number two is Amy and Ben's big fake wedding. This is not on my list. How is it not on your list? This is like the worst thing that's ever happened on this show. It's up there. Not, because I, mean, I knew the, that you would put it on your list oh, and okay, I didn't want enough. to put it on mine anyway. All right. So Amy is pregnant. She What? Amy's pregnant. Um, this is when? pre her thinking that she can put the baby up for adoption. She is just resigned to have this baby and pay for it herself. Uh, oh. Anne is not going to help. The, her parents are not going to help her, except George is, but he's not going to tell her that until later. Even though he's apparently always planned on this. So he's just going to make his daughter super stressed out. She meets with Ben at a, ca- in a, at a diner in the morning, right? Before yeah. school. And she says... A diner I'm, where she has told her mom that she was applying for a job. Applying to work there. This girl who's who's like six months pregnant and she's probably going to need to take parental leave after she gives birth. That's yeah. fine. The, she tells and also ben, she's never had a job before. Is this, tells, Sorry, quick question. Is this your number two or your number one? This is my number two. My number one was okay. Grace's dad dying in a plane crash. Okay. So this is effectively the last one, I think. Okay. Do you have one more? I do have one more. Okay. She tells Ben, let's get married for... And Ben agrees. Yep. They invite well, two he people. proposed to her first. He proposed to her a long time ago. He... They, they need two witnesses, which they will legally acquire with fake IDs. Somehow, I don't know, everyone finds out. This is a plot hole that is never explained. Ricky found out first, but they never explain how Ricky finds out. Nope. For no reason, everyone decides to get fake IDs, which, you know, will create a legal wedding, including people who already have real IDs, like Jason. Yeah. And who supplies Jason them? Jason gets a fake ID and literally says, I don't know I why, don't I'm know why this I need this. I just, I just wanted one, I think is what it is. It'll be good to have. That's what he said. Well, the, what everyone is saying is like, what if you want to drink at the mini bar? Yeah. Um, then who where not, did sorry get not the, the mini bar the reception the, the, Jesus. the reception uh who is supplying the ids and where is he selling them from sam well, obviously it's joe selling the ids out of the counselor's office at school during school where's mark joe where did you put him um and let's never forget the giant i thought uh, i thought it was out. a weekend i thought he broke in oh yeah i guess he did i guess they all broke in um let's never forget the giant cutout nevada id with such wonderful names as Sally Ann Sweetwater for Amy, who was, I think, in her 40s. Uh, yeah, um, probably. Why Nevada? Who the fuck knows? I, um, I don't remember they, any of the other names, but I do remember they said, the fake names that you made up. They said... Uh, yeah. oh, sorry, we we, yeah, we, we made together up. made up uh, Lauren Madison P. Milk Drinker. Jonathan and Cash I, Money. I believe and the I P stood for Pizza Party. Pizza Party. One word. Uh, and I'm I can't Phineas remember the last Q. One. Dilly Dally. And, I, and I'm uh, Jonathan Cash Money. Um... <laughs> There's, let's see what else. There was the horrible wedding. Do you remember Amy's terrible wedding dress that she, is like a sundress with one of her trademark scarves? 
Oh yeah, it did not look very good. But Ben was in a tux. Um, that what else? Well, happened? he's always that was in a tux. Introduction to Tammy was in that episode. That was the horrible was scene it, where I, Jack. I think Tammy had been in it, but oh no, I think you're right. That was the Tom first time with Tammy. to her, and it was extremely weird because they just met. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also when Jack like forcefully kissed Alice. That was very cool. Yeah, and then she um, slapped him and then kissed him again. And she slapped him and kissed him again. That was that, very. By good. the way, that that kiss was the first scene that we ever had of them together. Oof. Um. Then we had the next episode with their wonderful YMCA hotel reception. Yeah, where, uh, they were doing it out of sync. And uh, and that's when George and and Leo show up, and Leo's like, "Why we? What were you thinking doing this?" Even though he had even a few though Leo had before. historically been very into the idea of Amy and Ben getting married. <laughs> yeah, that whole episode really is just like the biggest remember when to me. I fucking hate that whole thing. Really bad episode. It's a shame. Also, that the place the that they got married episode, at was called Albertsons, and we sure thought that they were having a wedding reception at Albertsons, and so did the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, which referred to the place as Albertsons. Yep, it was amazing, and the guy was called Albert Albertsons. There's that which... fucking car. Bonk, bonk, bonk. The man, the oh. sketchy man, the sketchy man who runs it and absolutely knew that these teens were fake married with fake IDs was named Albert Albertsons or Albert yes. Albertson, which was very funny. Kind of a lemony snicket type name, if you think about it. I can't remember the last time I recorded an episode successfully without that guy starting his car up in the middle of it. <laughs> Sam, you're recording your podcast. <laughs> okay. Hey, what's gone. your number Jesus one? Jesus Christ! Every fucking week, the grand finale. Not just every week, every fucking podcast I record. God, my number one, and number is this one. is the last one. Uh, yes. Okay. So as I mentioned, mine got longer and longer and longer. So here we go. <laughs> Please don't interrupt. Okay. <sighs> Remember when Amy and Anne were at a grocery store in Palm Springs at 11 p.m. and Amy was so into it and she kept talking about how cool it was to be grocery shopping at 11 p.m. <laughs> and Anne's ex from high school was there because Anne hooked up with his brother in Chicago a few months ago at an airport and he's she's been emailing him ever since. And apparently Anne emailed the brother that she would be at this grocery store at this time and, th- and then her high school ex shows up because her his brother who she had sex with has been forwarding all of her emails to him so he brings his son to the store at 11 p.m and he approaches her with a joke about how he always wanted to fuck her and amy and his son bond over pimento cheese and then one day his son hears on the news that all the girls at a high school in la were masturbating so knowing from Anne that amy was a teen mom he skips school for the day and he drives there to see her and then they start dating but then then he finds out that she owns precisely one condom so she has her. one. She has one condom, so he dumps her, uh, even though he knows that she's had sex he before because she's pregnant. He doesn't dump her, he ghosts her. Or because he she's leaves. a mother, rather. He just he just leaves, remember? He just drives away and never speaks to her again. Yeah. Um, but then they work it out, uh, and they're, <laughs> they're together again, and they're, they're getting all hot and heavy. They're, like, making out all the time, and they're really into each other. Oh, but then Ben leaves Amy a voicemail saying that he'll always be there for her, so she dumps him immediately off camera and never mentions him again, and she goes back to Ben, and then one season later, Anne gets back with the kid's dad, and Amy doesn't fucking say a word about him, because, like I said, she never mentions him again, but Ashley does. She does mention Jimmy, doesn't she? Fucking God, that is... Man, I was like, I was like, are you really putting Jimmy as your number one? That doesn't really, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that really goes off the rails. I really love the fact that that means that Anne sent a Chicago dude an email that says, hey, just letting you know, we're going to the Palm Springs grocery store at 11 p.m. And then the hey, guy's we're like, we're at Albertsons, and he's like, you you're getting married? This. 
she goes, no, 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 no. Albertsons, the grocery store. Oh, Albertsons, yeah, yeah. Well, is it, do they make their own pimento cheese at Albertsons? Because that would be so totally awesome. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, for anyone who didn't see, I tweeted the fucking screenshots of that scene where Amy meets Jimmy and he's like, yeah, you know, they make the pimento cheese right here in the store. And she goes, wow, that's totally awesome. Other things I love about that scene in particular um, they just leave their cart of groceries in the, yeah, uh, yeah, middle of the yeah, yeah. stores. They leave. Anne comes up and well, fucking let's let's back it up a little bit because Amy tells Jimmy Nicolette. You mean Nicolette, Nicolette? Please, Nicolette, Lord Madison. She yes. introduces herself as Nicolette, and he's like, "Ah, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Nicolette." And they're chatting about pimento cheese and how sexy it is. And then <laughs> as Anne is trying, Anne to is run like, away "We gotta from, go." Anne is like, didn't... "We have to go." My ex is here, and I hate him. Josh Nash. For now, for some reason. He's we haven't bonded over, over hydroxy. He is yet. demanding that she kiss him. Oh right, he was. Josh Jesus Nash, Christ, Josh Nash. What a winner! Like, come on, kiss me. And she's like, no, my daughter's here, and we haven't seen each other it's in years. Ten a.m. I'm trying like, to get groceries oh, for my one my... kiss. I'm not letting you leave until you kiss me. But he does. I need Mimsy needs her medication, and it's in that shopping cart right over there. And she's got one foot in the grave. She hasn't even met Eugene Levy yet. Yeah. Uh, so, so Anne runs over to Amy and she's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And Anne is like, Amy, we're leaving. And Amy goes, Amy, no, I'm Nicolette. And then the kind of implication of that is that she's kind of trying to like brush her mom off and be like, can't you see I'm busy here? But Anne is just like, Amy, Nicolette, whatever your name is, let's go. And then she's like, haha, okay. But fuck, I wish I, fuck, I wish I could remember what this was because there was something there. God damn it. Where Amy like... She... Oh, my name's not actually Nicolette. I just want to be called it. Uh, it's my middle name. Yeah, it isn't. Yeah, but I wish they... it was. I think it's uh, what she Jimmy's said. like, can, "Can I call you?" And she's she's like, "Oh, well, okay. Here's the truth. My name is actually Amy. Nicolette is just a middle name that I use. Well, it's not my middle name, but I wish it was." And then he goes, <laughs> "How about I call you Pimento?" And then he says, "How about I just call you Pimento?" And then the next time we see Jimmy, he says, "Pimento, Pimento, Pimento, Pimento." Uh, hey, can I throw in one more honorable menchie real quick? Yeah. Because I totally forgot about a very special boy. A very special um, American boy who one day moves to England and streams Donkey Kong for charity. I'm talking about none other than Thomas. Oh my god. Remember Thomas? Real quick, as a little Jesus, bonus treat. Thomas. Thomas, the, 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 the sunglasses jacket-wearing boy who offers Ashley a cigarette in front of her dad, and she's just like cool and then george sees her with the cigarette and is just like awesome my daughter's so fucking cool dude <laughs> he shows up at her house when her parents are when she's home alone they immediately settle into married life where they're yep. reading the paper and talking about how the recycling plant takes your cans and then it's <laughs> they're as, getting into QAnon. they're getting into QAnon. they're talking about how the global warming is created by the cosmetics industry that joke didn't age very well and then next thing you know, cut all ties. Never seen again. No goodbye for Thomas. Nothing. Just, he, we got too close. It was like we were married, Mom. That was it. That was Ashley's first love. And, and then it was Grant. And he Grant. did look like H-Bomber guy. And he looked exactly like H-Bomber oh, guy. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't yeah. talked about this on the podcast. I did mention this to you, but it didn't mean anything to you. Which is that I I was looking up that actor to see if he's been in anything else. And I realized that he was one of my favorite, like, side characters in the fucking, like, hit crime drama Dexter. Was he? Is, yeah, he's he's this kid, uh, Jeremy Irons. Wait, who... Thomas is? Or was that? I thought Thomas was. Griffin. was. Oh, because... I thought Griffin was the one from Dexter. 
And Griffin was also in Dexter. He oh, was the candy killer's son. Nice. But uh, yeah, Thomas was this kid, Jeremy Irons, who was who ha- he had been like killing people. And I guess I'm just like spoiling the plot of an episode of Dexter. But like, fuck, man, Dexter used to be literally my favorite show of all time for a long time. Uh, I don't know how well it holds up, but uh, basically, Dexter like sees this kid and he's like, he's like me, and he's he it, it sets it up like he's gonna be. Like, he's going to take this kid in as a follower and, like, show him the ropes of how to get away with murder and, like, train him to be a responsible serial killer. But it uh, doesn't quite work out, unfortunately. And it doesn't that was, work like, out because, because, uh, because, uh, no, it's very just sad, felt not like... funny. Oh, but, okay. uh, that was, like, one of my favorite episodes of the show. And I fucking loved that character. And I could not believe it when I found out that that was actually the same fucking guy as Thomas. Jesus Christ. And Nobody cares makes, about anything. Now I've been he makes funny YouTube videos. Very good. Thanks, H Bomb. Thank uh, you, H Bomber guy. So that was our trip down memory lane. Yeah, and then obviously my number it. one I guess was that's remember all of the show. Yeah, that was everything. We don't need to watch any more of it. Man. Man, remember when Grace had sex and it killed her dad? What a bad show. God damn, that was a magical... Can I tell you, I don't think I've ever talked about this. That is the first and only time I ever watched the episode Not at Home. I was out and I was like, I was so excited to start season two. And like I had watched about 80% of the episode... I was getting some food at the uh, at the wonderful ASU Memorial Union. I was eating my Qdoba, which is way better than Chipotle. And I was just sitting on a chair in the corner so no one could see what I was watching. <laughs> and as I was eating my food, they were like, oh, he's watching. dead! <laughs> I lost it. It was amazing. It was the best. And then I got to go to class riding on the and Jack go downstairs. Who, oh, and then Tom's like, you killed him! That, yeah, that's right, because because if I remember correctly, what happens is Jack goes downstairs by himself, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And he and he sees Kathleen comes in and she's crying, he's like, oh, it's not a big no, deal. No, it's okay, we, it was just, it was, it's, yeah. it's, it's just sex, it's no big deal. And then she he's just goes, dead, no, Jack, Marshall's dead! Do you know what else is really weird and about that? And then that's when Grace comes downstairs and, and she's like, what's going on? And Tom goes, you killed him! Real quick, because this is our, our number one. This is my number one. Uh, um, other things about that, that that I don't think we mentioned uh, was the, that, first of all, that was not the end of the episode. That was like 75% of the episode. And then the oh, rest shit. of the episode is everyone finding out. Like, they did that fake out where they made Adrian think her mom had died. Where someone was oh, like, Oh, yeah. Adrian, yeah. There's like, been a plane crash. There was a crash, plane crash. Like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That was awful. And then at the end, it cuts to Grace crying at her bed, like, I'm so sorry that I killed my dad by I think I said that I wanted that to be in a minor key. And then when the Brenda Vision comment, because Brenda Vision's like a pew, that would have been Marshall's plane. Which would have been beautiful and wonderful. Uh, that that Remember is. Remember how I foreshadowed that for like an entire you month? were sorry, you, not an entire you, month, the entire hey, season. Do you know what you did besides that? Is you foreshadowed in one moment? You said, "What if Grace took up masturbating and then her dad found out and then died in a plane crash because of it?" Oops. You foreshadowed two of Grace's most wonderful moments, her two great gracest moments, as I call them. <laughs> Uh, and last thing to, to never forget, speaking of which, is that never forget that Grace stormed into an abortion clinic, and also never forget that Grace, uh, for no reason, body shamed Grant's ex-girlfriend for no reason. But most importantly, never forget to recycle. Never forget to recycle. Please help cre- help keep Grant green. Please. That's gonna do it for us today. Um, Patreon Ooh. was fucked up earlier. Let's see if I can log in now. There we go. So that's gonna do it for us here at this uh, at this fun trip down bad memory lane. 
if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at twitter.com slash jurgenit or jurgenit.tumblr.com, or you can join our Discord server. Uh, at, does everyone know what Discord is? It's like a fucking chat thing. It's good. it's mainly for gamers, but it can also be for lamers like us. We totally <laughs> owned you, lamers. That's my. Uh, you can find our Discord link on any of our episode any posts. Our you can go to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/jurgenit, where one dollar will get you access to any of our bonus content, which would be our fan fiction readings, our readings of the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our episode commentary tracks, and as of now and for the the foreseeable god future. knows how long uh what we will be doing is we have done the first episode now of the circle jerg where we will be watching uh the the famous just say me masturbation episode of the show and Forever. we will be discussing it once a week until the patrons let us stop don't uh, let I us think- stop i love this <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to be fun. We The first episode was a lot of fun. I'm looking was forward to seeing where it goes from here. Uh, I posted a teaser clip on the on the podcast feed that you can listen to if you haven't already. It's a fun time. Uh, for $5, you can get a special role in our Discord that marks you as a special person, and you get a shout-out in the podcast. For $10, you get a super special role in our Discord that makes you look very cool and special. You can listen to our episodes while we record them. You can make me or Jordan say anything you want in Ben voice, ASMR optional. Mandatory. And we don't have a message. So, shout out to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Stephanie B, Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks, I could help, bro. Uh, is that it? You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com, and you can find other podcasts at our podcast network, noisespace.xyz, where you can listen to such podcasts as Stuck in the Middle with You, Island Shuffle, The Stick, Tuning Fork, My Pod Cabbages, Henry City Kissinger's Girls... Pokemon Going to Die, City Girls Make Do, That's City Girls one. Make Do, this, uh, did you say Tuning Fork? Yes. Did you say uh, Fear Baiting? I didn't say fear baiting or the wonder yerks. Listen to those. Or middle brown madness. Hell yeah. All of them. Or giants also, confirmed. I mean, we don't talk about this, but there's, there's a, uh, if you go to noisebase.xyz, there's a, uh, there's a link to other podcasts that are friends of the network. Like, don't go to those. Don't go to those. Don't go to Yada Yada Boys or Pigot or any of those. Never. Friends. Um, I wanted to give, speaking of shout outs to other podcasts, I did want to give a shout out to, I actually, I alluded to this earlier at the beginning of this episode. I said that uh, we are the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager I checked. And I did check, and there's no other podcast about it. Mm-hmm. But I did find a podcast episode about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by a, a par- It appears to be a defunct podcast uh, that was called Midpoint. Uh, and okay. I guess the premise was that they would just watch an episode from halfway through hmm. a show. That's an interesting concept. And they they did an episode on, uh, do you remember an episode of Secret Life where three different times Jack enters the room and goes, you guys talking about abstinence? <laughs> that apparently was How the- How could I forget? <laughs> that was the halfway point of the show. 
And uh, I listened to this episode about Secret Life, and it was very funny uh, hearing a different perspective from people who don't know the show like we do. For example, they all liked Jack and thought he was really funny because of that. <laughs> I guess if that's the only thing he ever did, if, if it was like a funny... If that's the only thing you ever saw, you'd think he's really funny. Yeah. Um, that's like almost like a Saturday Night Live ep- epic funny character. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. So uh, maybe check that out if, if oh. you're interested. It is defunct, but maybe give them a listen. Maybe you can bring the podcast back to life. <laughs> I, I have only listened to that one episode, so I can't. Speak yeah, there's for the they, they say podcast. the n word in every other episode. Well, so maybe don't give them a listen. I just kidding. Ah. Just kidding. They say the n word in every episode. <laughs> they say so the give N-word them a listen. In, yeah, give them a listen. And we on that, that note, one. Jesus. And on that note. Remember to like, fave, and subscribe. Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> like, throw us a like and a fave. Reblog. Give us a Google Plus. One plus up. But most of all, thanks. Post Brenda. us on your MySpace bulletin Post board. Post us on your MySpace board. Put us in your top ten faves or whatever. Jesus, and top eight. I fucking. Why would you work. fucking? You are way too young. Why would you even bother? Why would I you even just, bother? I was just trying to connect to the teens of yesteryear. Okay. They're all dead. They're all dead. Thanks, Brenda. Marshall's dead. Teens are dead as we know it. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the laughs, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager. Is-